This podcast is a member of the WrestleJoy Podcasting Network. Visit WrestleJoy.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as interviews, show reviews, articles, and more, as we bring out the joy in the wrestling world today. What about like the heavyweight truth? Yo, what's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Headweight Truth Podcast. Woo! Boy, JK here, and this is Jacob here. What's going on, y'all? Um, said Jenna couldn't join us today. Take care of some business, but he will definitely be back on a late episode. Oh, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to say one thing. Thank you um, to WrestleJoy for including us with, um, you know, with their podcasters and everything. It's a really good opportunity. Really good honor. Yes, boy. You have heard it here. The Headway Truth Podcast is part of We are part of the team. We got the jersey. I can't wait till we um probably get a chance to to do you know collaborate with some of their other podcasters. And oh stuff, yeah, definitely. You know. Um, you know the podcast, the writers on the team, definitely. Right. With uh, you know, add a little bit of heavyweight truth to to the situations. Yes. <laughs> get, get what's on the um? What's on the agenda today, J.K.? Well, we running down shows today. We Woo! are running down AEW. Uh, okay. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. But first, Woo! we have got to talk about In Your House, the NXT TakeOver show. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, boy. My boy. Uh, again, a fun show. A very fun show. Talk about, like, the action from the beginning to end. Was phenomenal. Yes. Now, great action. Granted, I have some ill feelings for a, a particular match, but that's just you know that's 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 I'm in my feelings, okay? Because I thought it was my man's time <laughs> I, I to understand. finally I rise understand. up. But I it's understand. okay. I and then, I, well, well let, let's get into it. What was the, the first match? Was the the three on three? Yes, the six woman tag match. Yes, that this was fun. This fun way to kick off the show. Yes, telling you what, my wife loves Shotzi Blackheart, bruh. and I'm begin. Yes. I'm beginning to like her a lot more too. Like her oh, style no. in the ring. Blackheart is fun to watch. Fun to watch. Yes. I like I said I, I've oh seen a couple God. of matches on Independence, and she's definitely fun to watch. See, I, I have to go back and watch it because um, oh, yeah. my first few seniors. But when she rolled out in the tank maybe oh, a couple months ago. Uh, the uh, tank. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> it was so beautiful. 
that's like the one of the best things I could have seen ever happen. I was like, oh god. I was like, she done brought the tank to NXT. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Uh, but you know the the action was fast and furious for real, for real. They 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 kicked off the show. They got you into the the takeover mood. Now this wasn't like other takeovers. Um, no, definitely. It's good. It does have the the, the the appeal that most takeovers have. Yeah, but this was definitely like a, an homage to like the in your house days. Oh God, um, the nostalgia, the nostalgia. <laughs> oh man. Ty Petty Hill, the graphics. Yes. The little the little things in between. <laughs> oh goodness. But did you see one of the, the commercials in between? Um WWE has the, the ice cream bag. The ice cream sandwiches yeah. are back, bro. Yes. <laughs> the ice cream bars. What? I, I, I kinda love people wanted to see a punk watch the show. Right. <laughs> I can't believe what people watch the show because that that was just too gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta be in the films today. You're like, oh, come on. <laughs> and then Adam Cole with the Ico Pro commercial. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, Bret Hart too on top of that, which makes it even better. I was like, oh goodness. Man, NXT. I, I love watching NXT. They always bring 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 joy to my heart. Lord Jesus. And, and, but, and of course, three decades later, and Shawn Michaels still can't use the computer to figure out how they work the internet. <laughs> you, you know what? It might be dealing with the eye situation, but I'm not going to get on that. <laughs> no, not the eye. <laughs> no. Oh goodness. Uh, well, back, back to the back to the the, the yeah, matches. Like that, great! It was a great tag match. Um, to me. Like I said, it was like I said a lot of the kids, like I said everybody got a chance to stand out, but for yeah. me, uh, Raquel Gonzalez definitely stood out for me. Yes, I, her, her, I, I see me. something with her. What'd you I say? See something with her. Oh yeah, most definitely. You were talking about that earlier when we were talking on the phone. Um, yeah. Like, is her what they can do with her is bigger than. Her, you know, teaming up with Dakota Kai. Yeah, I mean, like I said, she got she got potential to be a breakout. Like, she can definitely be a breakout Mont Hill somewhere down the line. Oh, oh most I, w- I would like to see her, and you know, against my better judgment, um, Nia Jax. Yeah. Um, if you've heard anything of the heavyweight truth and heard anything that I, how yeah. I feel about Nia Jax, I don't. You already it, know how I feel. I know it's been rough. <laughs> yeah, I, she. I felt like she should have been fired a long time ago. But um, we missed, We both like all three of us have been so on the fence with her too. Yeah, like that's the that's the thing about it. Like we all three of us been on the fence. Like I said, I I didn't say she should have been fired. I said she should just she should, she got called up way too early. Yeah, especially you know not having really a a big wrestling background. <laughs> They should have really polished her. Really, really polished her before bringing her up. Yeah. She has a great look, though. That's the thing. She has a great look. Really good on ring presence. It's just... Good character work, too. Huh? Good character work as well. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. But it's it's her her in-ring work. It's just... It's it's not completely polished like it should be. Yeah. And I think that's Um, where the problem is. Yeah. 
and I don't know if she's the one calling the matches, like in the ring, or somebody else is calling the matches. But yeah. sometimes it's, it's, it gets clunky, yeah. and that's when people get hurt. Yeah. But I think I got hope for Raymond Gonzalez. I'm not well, not Raymond. That's her previous name. But Raquel Gonzalez. Um, like I said, she's second generation, so that that's a plus too on top of that. So, right. like I said, you know, she, you got lineage on on your backside too, which you know, Nia has it too. So you know, still. Yeah. But like I said, like that's I, good. Let's say that's good. Um, Hispanic superstar as well too. So you know, that Latin American market, the Hispanic market in the U.S. She can do something with that. Like I said, she well, got so, You don't see a lot of um, Latino women, you know, in the wrestling, you know, no, like that. You, that's you know, that height. Yeah. Like that oh, yeah. frame? Yes. So she she's definitely going to, like, I, I don't know if she's, she might be naturally taller than Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Uh, and if so, that'll do do wonders for her. Yes, exactly. With that frame, say she got potential to go somewhere like that. I said, of course, you know, like I said, the rest of the talent that we we've seen multiple times, they definitely stand out. Like I said, Dakota Kai, she, you know, she she's always been pretty solid. Tegan Knox as well. Like I said I've been a fan of Tegan Knox since I I started like finding videos of her from the UK scene. So, like I said, she's definitely right there for me. And then of course, Candice LeRae. Yeah, of, I love her persona, bro. Yeah, love I it. know the heel thing is, is great. I love it. I love it. I didn't. I wasn't sure at first, but I was like, okay, they getting me. <laughs> they getting me. It's it's hard to see those you know those pure babyface um people turning heel like that. It's like you know you you never really feel that they have it in them. Like Johnny Gargano, I can yeah. <laughs> Like his um, character arc, uh, it, it goes with with waves and stuff. But I thought him being a heel was like only going to coincide with Tommaso Ciampa for yeah. You know, a, exactly. a, but like we we found we found out that him and Candice both got you know a little edge to him. Oh yeah, and it's, it adds another layer to the character. Exactly. So. <clears throat> and we are here. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it was a good match. Like I said, the, the battle broke down between her and him. Like I said, about the halfway point, and then like I said, it turned to a, a just a basic tag team match. Yeah. Like said, we seen it, you know, at the end of the day. Like I said some miscommunication happened. Yep. Get Knox and Shoxy get the win. Good overall, good match. Yeah, I, I was, it was a like pretty match. Which, like I said, we're, we're gonna find out later down the line when we do NXT review. That kind of worked out for them because they got a benefit out of that win, win too. Yep. But yep, then, like yep. said, we go on to our next match. That was the. It wasn't the Damian Priest match. Yes, it was. was. It, it was? was. Yes, it was. See, okay, this is this is one of the matches that kind of peeved me. Because as much as I love Finn, I feel like Damian Priest is becoming one of those guys that talks a big game but never can can back it up. You know what? Somebody brought something up, and I didn't really think about this now. You know what Damian Priest kind of reminds me of? Baron Corbin when he's in NXT. Yeah. 
Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. Yep. Like you, you know, he's a a big monster guy, kind of. He really yeah. a- athletic, and he can, but he can never get it done. He he just doesn't have like, that awkwardness and goofiness that kind of comes attached with Baron. <laughs> yeah. okay. He doesn't do it. Well, we kind of mock Baron a little bit, and. <laughs> It, like I say, it, and it's funny too because like bears kind of grown on everybody. We we weren't sure at first, but then it was like, uh, now we it's okay. You know what? We like bear. <laughs> <laughs> but with the with Damian Priest, he like I say the dude got he's smooth. He can talk well on the mic. He got like I say he got a unique voice that that kind of works well with his character. Mm. And it'll say like, he like I say he, he's what Baron Corbin like probably should have been. Like I said he just got way a little bit way more charisma. Yeah, but like yeah, I said, it, yeah, but like I said, you, the way he's been booked though, it kind of like I said, kind of reminds you of Barry Corbin on that end too. See, I, I wonder if he's gonna get the same treatment Barry Corbin did when he goes to the main roster because you know he that's that's where they're aiming him towards. Um, See, and I and I really hope he doesn't because he's on the older side too. How old is he? Like he's in his like he's in his forty. He's he's like forty, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. What? Yes, Damian Priest been in the game for a minute, man. Damian Priest does not even seem like he's in his forties. I know he looks very young. I would I would have said maybe early thirties, like early to mid thirties, but what? No, uh uh-uh. uh I mean. And- and that's where I get worried about because that what's that when you get booked? I say when you get booked at that age, when you come into it, right? It's yeah, like I say, yeah, no, he's close, he's close to forty. I say he's thirty eight. Let me correct myself oh. on that one. So yeah, he's still, okay. but still, like he, it's kind of like I, I was sitting there saying the same thing. Like you get anybody who get booked yeah. on the side of thirty five, I worry about. Yeah, because, you know, they only have so many years left. Like, you see what they're doing with Shinsuke. Yeah. And it's and I know Shinsuke can still go. That's the real bad problem with it. Like, you know he can go. It's just they're and not I, booking I, him to go. A little bit with AJ, too, when he, before he signed as well. Yeah. But, see, but AJ still was fluid, though, in his 30s. So, like I said, so he still – like I said, and even in his prime, he was still wrestling like he was twenties. So, yeah, but see, that's why I wasn't so concerned. They, Damian Priest versus versus Finn Balor, it was a really good. I was into this match from start to end. I was too. I was, too. I was on the edge of my seat for the end of this, and was I was like, then the double. I mean, Finn it had to to finish him off, yeah, but, you know, I was like he had to, he had to do it twice. To but even, can, so but I, I get over, but I don't know. Man. Still stair bump though. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oof. Oof. And it, the way he landed, it looked like um. Oh, you remember um, Rick Rude versus uh, Sting? Okay, I, I think I know where you're going with that one. Yeah, okay. Where he lands on 
um, it was like a a div a divot in yeah. the ring for, on the outside of the ring. Ring, yep. And it, his back was like he like destroyed one of the discs in his back. After yeah. this, I think he was hurt. It, but it was so messed up because he he bounced. Yeah. Uh, it was it was like something she like he, he just like landed flat. He just bounced. It was like it skipped off the stairs, and I was like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> it was so cringe." Mm. Oh my god! But I mean, that, it was it was an awesome match. I, yeah, I it. solid match, solid match. Like I say, props to David Priest for even taking that butt to begin with. <laughs> props to him on that one. Especially being, like, you know, after a certain age, you don't want to um, take bumps like that, man. And like, like my thing was, I'm like, there goes his tailbone. <laughs> yeah, uh. there goes his tailbone. But Finn won. Yeah, Finn won. Like I said, it lo- it looks like I don't know where this is going trajectory wise, but. Until I see the most recent episode NXT, then I think I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, it, which makes sense. It, in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense. But yeah. in the moment, I'm just talking about purely in the moment. I was yeah. I was very mad at this match. Yeah, like I said, I get I get it. Like I said, because I don't know where t- I don't know where Damian Priest is going with this. That's that's the part that worries me. Yeah. But, but like I said, maybe if they come up with something, I, I I give them the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, on <laughs> to the next match, which threw me the hell threw me the hell off because it was Velveteen versus Adam Cole. Oh no, that wasn't the next match. No, it was it was after um, the Johnny Gargano match, wasn't it? Okay, it was. Okay, I keep I keep mixing the order up. Then okay, you right now. But yeah, okay. I, I got. I see. Yeah, this the, the the placement of this. I got you. Like, like middle car. I I don't. No, you know what? You're you're right. Oh no, I'm right. Okay. Yeah, I see. I thought it was. was a, I, I thought so. Because I said I wrote this out of my notes, and I'm pretty sure I thought I wrote it the right way. Sorry, my apologies. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So let's go to the North American title match. Okay, Keith Lee, the man. He's gonna be NXT champion. He's gonna be WWE champion one day. He's gonna be Universal champion. Keith Lee is limitless. Okay, there's nothing he can't do. I mean, the na- the name says it all. <laughs> the name says it all. There's absolutely no- this man. Oh, he's the wrestler that if I were to have become a wrestler, I, I would want to be him. For real. And it's so funny because WWE did such a good job at the end of last year booking him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had so hype for the possibility of him going to Maine. And what they did was um, with him in the Royal Rumble this year. Yes, the Royal Rumble Survivor Series. Oh, it's, God. It's like the possibility. And now I still want to see him and, uh, him and Roman Reigns go at it. I still want to see that. It's the match we didn't even know we wanted until now. (laughs) Roman Reigns, him and Seth. Him versus him versus the whole main roster. Just, (laughs) just give me all the matchups. Give me all the matchups. 
Because he's he, he he also a guy that's getting um, getting up there in age. And, yeah. you know, he has a good bit of weight on him. Yeah. Not going to lie. He, he built like a lineman, man. He built like a lineman. Right. But you know, how, how athletic he is in the ring. Yeah. Things like that end up blowing their knees out sometimes. Yeah. He's back out, you know. You never know what can happen. So you, you got to yeah. capitalize on things when you can. Yeah. And I just don't – he seems to keep himself in good enough shape. Shape, and, yeah. You know, and me and him, I know me and him stays on him. Yeah. Because he is not like he uh, – he's not like he like this like this like lethargic, you know, big man. No, yeah. he's – he moves. <laughs> the dude can move in the ring. <sighs> Like we 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 look at him and it's like we we're amazed because you when you look at him you don't think he's gonna you think he's gonna be like kind of like a a, a shorter yeah. big show this one it's all all power game we said with a little bit of speed to him but then you see the man do a moonsault from the second row <laughs> then you see him do a tope. <laughs> 300 plus pounds going over the top rope. You kidding me? That's a scary sight. That's, that's, that's a scary sight. I'm, I'm scared to take the, the catch. I'm scared to take the catch. That's too much body to be flown over. Talk about your knees on getting blown out. Like nobody. <laughs> nobody. Awake. This 330 pounds, period, let alone a man. <laughs> <laughs> but the, see, um, I'm glad they put him, um, they, they set this up with yes. him and Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is kind of like an ace in yep. NXT. He's like one of the kind of like a gatekeeper yep. almost to um, the NXT hey, championship, party, just man. like Tommaso Ciampa is. Yes, and shout out to uh, whoever did Keith Lee's uh, attire, yes. Black Lives Matter. That was mm-hmm. awesome. And shout out to NXT and Triple H for allowing him to, um, yes. to wear it. Shout out to him. And, and almost, I, I would, I feel like I'm, they would have encouraged him to wear it. Like he, he come up to them, like yeah. I want to wear this, and they're like, by all exactly. means, do it. And, sh- and shout out to NXT for this this interest for Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if there's an inside joke though of why Michael Hayes was on this one. <laughs> there's gotta be an inside joke to this that I don't know. <laughs> like somebody Man, because he's probably the first, like one of the first come in your house. I, I guess that's why. But out of all the people Maybe. like him, <laughs> oh my oh, god, it, it was too good! It was too good. But the match oh, was god. good. So they, this is like one of those like, those dynamics that you don't get see often, but it works. I mean, Sean Sean Michaels did this, you know, once upon a time. A couple of us do it, and it's the the small man as the heel. Against the baby face. Right. <laughs> and it's a weird dynamic when you look at it on paper. But if executed right, it's perfect. 
and they did they did it just just yes, about perfect. exactly. Because uh, the whole the whole match it was like John is trying to figure out some like crazy way he can get just like one up on um Keith because he know he was outmatched size wise. <laughs> and, I mean, and he was doing a damn good job because it's like the limb manipulation in NXT that you see. Yeah. From it, it, I know it didn't start with Pete Dunn, but Pete Dunn kind of that's yeah, like his whole thing. And I feel like people have been doing it since, like, a, like targeting limbs like that and targeting, like, just not even limbs, but like but fingers. Did you call back to that, though? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the car keys, the, the limb. It's like the yep. callback was like great. They didn't forget about it because they said they had the buildings up. They threw that in the go home episode. So they said the fact that they called mm-hmm. back to it, money. And it, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're printing money with that. Exactly. Match. I love the fact that uh, they still um, got Candice Ray involved and with me and him. Yep. And then you know we're going to talk about it later. The um, NXT review where they had that uh, mixed tag yeah. team match. So everything's starting to work work itself into it, itself with that. But now we're talking about Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. This was the match. The placement on the card, I did not under freaking no, stand. I, I don't. I don't get it being like I said midway through the card. Like I said, this is your the NXT title. This is this is the the belt, the championship of NXT, wow. and NXT has done a good job of of presenting that belt as being the top tier, the the end all be all, the of of any of their shows. Now I will say this: if you want to make the women the main event, I understood. Yeah, of course, but. Putting it midway through, no. No, especially after is um having the carry on cross versus Tommaso Ciampa match happen directly after it. I understand, like you know, that they're feuding and stuff, but it, their feud wasn't like a blood feud. This was Velveteen Dream's last chance at the NXT yeah, championship. Yeah, the stakes are high. You got to put that second to last. And it was pre-recorded. Yeah. It's not, you know. <laughs> Anyways, Velveteen Dream. Mwah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. He is gold. Oh, my God. Coming out with the Negan attire. Woo! He shows up in the yellow lambo. I'm like, okay, yellow lambo. like, dang, all right. But then he comes out with the Negan attire. I was like, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. Oh. Every time Velveteen Dream has to... Just to up himself just one time with the Italian entrance. Just one time. He just got to up stuff. He's got to get better every takeover. And he, he he does. Every every single takeover, he does something, he does something to wow just you. Like, like Toronto, and like I say, he gets, he gets to rap this like dance squad to come out, and then he's dressed as a Mountie. <laughs> The the takeover New York when he dressed up as the um, the Empire yeah. not the Empire State but the um Lady yep, Liberty. Yep, Lady Liberty, Statue of Liberty, yep. Uh was it the boxing gear for Philly? 
Bruh. And then the beginning of that match just we, we can I think we, we did a review yeah. of that too. Exactly. Anyway. The uh so. the airbrush tights. Yes. Him breaking out the Prince Puma tights against Ricochet. <laughs> that was classic to me. Because like if you had no clue, it was like, I don't get it. But the folks who were in the know were like, Really? Yep. Really? Yep. The Prince Puma tights. Oh my God. Velveteen Dream it, it, he's about that life. He gets now, it. He gets and he was beating the brakes off of Adam Cole this whole match. Adam Cole was just running, running away, and then I'm telling you this right now, Dexter Loomis. I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but I love the character. He he reminds me of a Nazi. Not gonna lie, <laughs> like like you know, I get that kind of feel from the character. But I'm not offended by it because I know that's not what they're going. Well, for. he he's just straight up creep. Just yeah, he's just a creep. creep. But it's the mustache. But it was funny it's I, the- you saw it. You saw when he was in TNA where they was going with it. And then yeah. I seen the stuff he was doing. Like I said, beyond TNA, what's that? Once he left, I seen the stuff he was doing outside. That then we started incorporating the, uh, his artwork because he's actually a pretty good artist, which is shocking. <laughs> Yeah, but when you seen that, and I was like, he put he put it all together for this character in NXT, and I'm just like, okay, I get it, and I'm behind it, right? And his character, you know, he he his character feuding with the undisputed era helps um, Velveteen Dream out. It does, but <sighs> Velveteen Dream still lost this match. Which, like I said, I don't know where it's going. Like I, said, I, like I told you, I, I spoke to you about this yesterday. I just have this weird feeling that I feel like he might be getting called up soon. And I, I heard that, and I heard that months ago. Like you know, whoever wins in this feud is going to be, the next um, be staying, and whoever loses. And I, I thought, I thought for sure Adam Cole was going to lose because he's, you know, he's. Been, He's held the belt for over a year yeah. now. Broke, broke, broke his record. Era. Look, Undisputed Era doesn't even have a belt right That's now. Like none, of the, none of the members of the faction have a belt. It's perfect. It's like perfect timing. Yeah. So, like I said, I, you, I said, you would think, yeah, this would be the time to call the UE up. Like I said. Now, maybe they're waiting until SummerSlam. Yeah. Because that might be a bigger time, bigger draw. I, get, I understand that. But they can take them off the screen and, and make everybody wonder. Like, where, where's UE been? Like right. I said, call, call just... the loss. We haven't seen UE in months. What happened to UE? Right. Because Dexter Loomis drove off with freaking with um Strong and, and, and um, yeah, Fish. That was funny. Like, <laughs> that was hilarious. And shout out to Marina Shafir. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen him in days. <laughs> Where are you, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I, I, I love Undisputed Air. <laughs> it's stuff like that. 
It's like even in defeat, they managed to find a way to somewhere be like completely entertaining and get get you for a moment. It's like, oh my god, right? Uh well, I, I still can't. It's just it took one Panama surprise, Panama <laughs> sunrise. Well, it was surprise, all right, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I was thinking about the tequila surprise. Oh, the tequila. Is it Tequila Sunrise, too? That's Tequila Sunrise with Submission Hole, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I had the, the freaking name mixed up. I don't know. Why, where is Surprise coming from? Anyway. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Well, both from the Sunrise. Anyway, I just I just think and they, they kind of did Velveteen Dirty with that. Like I said, it's got it's got to be a big picture because like that song way I can think of, it's got to be something right, down the line where where on the main roster is it gonna fit in? I feel like he's more he should go to Raw because SmackDown is hella freaking like it's thick it's, it's I know, thick boy it's right really, now it's really top loaded. You're right, and like I say him him I'm saying he don't get I don't get twisted. I think he could shine on SmackDown, but Raw is more of his spotlight. Raw, he he would have a chance to have his own yeah, spotlight. Exactly. Raw. And Raw kind of needs somebody to that next bit. That next you got big Seth kid over there to just completely blow the lid off the internet. Just like, oh yeah, well look who showed up. Right. But see, and I'm I'm hoping that they're not holding them down because of the the scandal that went oh, on. Yeah. I, yeah. Because it. You know, it seemed fake. I don't know. I haven't heard any details regarding it. It's still a mystery right now at this point, so. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and he showed up on NXT, so. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, it's it's not like they're not keeping him off television. Right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm I'm holding on to hope. Velveteen Dream is like. My favorite wrestler in NXT. Same, same. Like I say he's definitely he definitely on like, my top of my list. Like I said, I definitely like Velveteen Dream. And can we talk about this the, the freaking uh, undisputed era monster truck though? That's kind of dope. <laughs> That's kind of dope. I, I kind of look at it like I would like to have that personally speaking. Right. <laughs> I feel like that should be either like a collectible toy or something, or they sh- they should actually have that in like the monster truck series. Like I I don't necessarily need it, but I want it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, granted, we we live we live in the south. I mean, we'll fit right in with that truck. <laughs> to, to be honest, really, <laughs> to be honest, where we live, we fit right in with that truck. <laughs> I lo- I love keyboard that truck. <laughs> it, it's a worker. I can take out of that thing around, Lord Jesus. <laughs> get, get out of that thing. <laughs> He can't even park nowhere. <laughs> I was about to say, I can't really park where I live at. I can't really park anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, where would we put this thing at? Uh, well. You got you to gotta walk like three miles to park it. <laughs> exactly. I got to walk three miles down the road. Because that's the only space I'm getting. Uh, I got to see if the neighbors let me use their, their driveway and let me park there. Maybe. I said, there's a house. Maybe they'll let me use their driveway. (laughs) They make you pay extra. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. You probably have to pay their rent plus yours. (laughs) You're probably right. 
<laughs> Give it a next year, you're probably right. I can't even take that thing to work with me. I park in the, the park in the okay. back end every night. <laughs> well, no, I think there there's trucks that park behind yeah. your, your you. I have to park in the back of the lot every night. I can't put it in a parking space. <laughs> you know your gas is gonna be terrible because diesel diesel uh, fuel price has not changed. <laughs> diesel looks still expensive. Maybe, maybe I might reconsider. <laughs> I take the Lambo. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh God. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna hold my opinions on that on that whole thing with Adam Cole and Annabelle. Like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll see that in line. We'll see that in line. Yeah. But now that Carry On Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa match, very very hard hitting match. God, they make Cross look like a beast. Yeah. And you know, um, that's Tommaso Ciampa. Like, that that man is, is you you think, you know, he, he has, like, the heart of a freaking a warrior in that ring. And for Cross to put him down like he did. But, like, just the same, Ciampa's the psycho killer. Psycho killer, and, and Karrion just tossed this dude around the ring. He had he had one stint of of real good. Yes, offense. before it was cut off. Karrion Cross looks like a beast. And now, just you know, skipping ahead a little bit, he's coming after Adam. Oh my god. Uh. I can't wait till we get to that point because the way the the, the way that was hope the way the whole thing was presented, I was like, uh yes. I yeah. love it. Oh yeah. I freaking love it. But let's let's save let's save all that carry on cross emotion and stuff for it on the NXT reviews. Let's move on to the triple threat. Women's match for the NXT Women's Championship. Event of the evening. Um, shout out to Io Shirai because I I called it. I said Io was going to win this match. My heart said you, Io was going to win. You said the match came up. You went immediately like Io's winning it. I wanted I I, I picked Io to win, but I was not sure of it. Yeah, because because it's Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Charlotte Flair is in the match. Not, not only that, but I, for some odd reason, I had this weird feeling that maybe they was gonna try to get back to this whole thing with Rhea. You know, trying to reclaim her spot. I could, I could see that. It's just when you they made Charlotte Flair into like this, not a black hole because I don't want to say it. it's not a bad no. thing. She's she's damn good in the ring. She's she's, I mean, she's better than Becky Lynch, but <laughs> oh god! <laughs> we have to do an entire episode explaining this for y'all because <laughs> it, it's sad because I, I I blame this on myself. 
I blame this on myself. What? Because had I not pointed this out from the get go, this would never have been an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but now I notice yeah, it every but time. Because if it wasn't for me, nobody would have noticed it. <laughs> and then sure enough, everybody caught on, and now we won't let this go. <laughs> I mean, Dana Brooke is a better wrestler than, than Becky Lynch. All right, <laughs> remember that? Remember um the the mop that was with was it Perry Saturn? No, 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 stop it! That mop was a better wrestler. Than stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I'm cutting you off! I'm cutting you off! I'm cutting you off! <laughs> Let's get back to the action. I'm cutting you off. I can't take it anymore. This, oh. this, we got to go through the whole day of the episode to explain this to y'all. I'm cutting you off. Okay. But, but, I mean, but this was a solid triple threat match. This was, was a solid triple threat match. Like I said, you, you, you got oh. to see everything from everyone. Yeah. Everybody. Had their own thing. From the get go, you can see, like I said, Charlotte was trying to establish her dominance, trying to let them know that she she was the top dog. Man, it's Charlotte Flair though. I mean, I can't even, I can't even talk about Charlotte. Bad. It's like cause... I said, the, the the girl can work in the ring. There, it's just other issues that people have. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she just she's just everywhere, and that's 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 my problem. She's everywhere. She's very she's very I'm omnipresent. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> omnipresent. Like, you know, and she said it herself. You know, she she's never she's never been away. She's never been really um. Away for an injury or anything, she keeps herself Not around. She's always relevant. She works. I, I have never said that. Never said that one thing with Charlotte. Charlotte works. But the problem is, absence absence makes the heart grow. She working too much. <laughs> Take a vacation, lady. <laughs> and and not no just a, a week vacation with Andrade. You need to no, take man. like two three months off. Take 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 some you know Cancun somewhere a nice little place little spot somewhere in Mexico in the middle of maybe Mexico City or somewhere else. Yeah, you know, go somewhere else in South America. No, no, take go go Europe or something like that. Take it to a trip to Japan, something, just anything. Just get get off the road. I don't see it. She's not going anywhere for for a long time. It's, it's she won't leave until she's injured, and she does. She works so well that she doesn't get. The only time she ever had to injured. take time off was for a surgery, and it wasn't even an injury. Right. I mean, how much time did Ric Flair have to take off from wrestling in his career for injury? The, the, the plane crash. That's it. Like she. She and, it, and it still felt like he, he wrestled like not even like maybe a, a week or so, a week or two after the, the plane crash happened. She she just like a dad. Just like a dad. <laughs> that same work that same like, work ethic. 
got got to be out there every night. And I and I understand it. it's that's I mean wrestling's in her blood. I'm I'm really surprised it took her that long to get into wrestling yeah. with how good she is at it. It, it, it just it seemed like everything just came natural for her. Like Jeanette, Jeanette right. was strong. <laughs> <laughs> everything just came natural for her. She picked it up, got From it, it made sense. Everything clicked. But then you know she she definitely gets the 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 secrets that Ric Flair probably doesn't teach everybody he comes across. Oh yeah. Just like you know, Cody and and Dustin got um, Dusty Rose the, those secrets, and that's why AEW is doing so freaking great. I, I, yeah. Cody, you you see, Cody watched every step that his dad made. Oh yeah, every step. He saw everything he did. He studied everything. Went back and looked. It was like, okay, I get it. I get the business. I totally get the business. I understand it. Oof. But back to this triple threat match. Charlotte, wonderful wrestler. Io, great wrestler. Rhea, definitely coming into her own as a wrestler. Exactly. Um, I think out of all three, Rhea was the weakest, um, the weak link, and she was definitely like putting in work. So this was a great match. Yeah, like I said, the the thing with Rhea, Rhea is. Her presence is star ready. Oh, That's yeah. what we learned. Like I said, we knew like real, you know, she got athletic background, so we knew she's like athletically gifted, but we didn't know she had that much of a star presence. And you've seen it every night she went out there, and you can see like, hey, this girl is, is ready to be made to a star. She is ready. Oh yeah. Well, see, when her first May Young Classic appearance. She was hella green. Yeah, we didn't see it. We didn't see it. Right. I didn't I didn't see no stardom, no no, no nothing from but her. And we then, seen the second main class young classic and we got it. And then her run in NXT UK. Oh, we yeah. got it. The minute she showed up for this the second the second edition of May Young Classic and then NXT UK, we got it. It was like okay, we understand. And Thinking to the future, she's um, unless Charlotte or one of these other women go and win the NXT UK championship, Rhea might be the only woman to hold every single women's championship in WWE. Yeah, like I said, if she if she goes on to the to SmackDown or Raw and hold those titles, she could very well be the most decorated star, and she's young, so she has plenty of time. Right. And you know she's gonna get bounced, bounced from Raw to SmackDown. You already know that's gonna happen. Because the minute her star started to grow, and they started what's thing, they're gonna want to switch her between shows. Yep. Because it's gonna be like, you know, it's gonna like draw ratings. I'm like, oh, Rhea's on Raw. Rhea's Rhea Ripley is on Raw. All them R's. Look at that. And then, like I said, starts starts getting these programs. Starts to look good. She gets mixed up with the, the top bets in that on that roster. And then it's like, oh, we got to shake things up. Let's put real smack now. And then, ho- hopefully, like um, you know, Charlotte's still around. 
rekindle that feud. It, like I said, it, it, it could be interesting because that they got oh they got a ton, Rhea, Rhea, they, they have a ton in Rhea, and they have a ton they can do with exactly. Rhea. Like I said, it's gonna be interesting in the next few years because if we, if we look at the like I said, if you look at the ages of the, the horsewomen. They're either in their early thirties or approaching thirty. Yeah, I yeah. think Sasha or was it Bailey? One, two, they might be the youngest of the group. I think Sasha. Yeah, might Sasha be might be the youngest of the group. Exactly, uh, because like I said, um, Fadab Second, Flair, and Becky are both thirty-three. I'm about to check real quick. I know Becky's thirty-three. I'm pretty sure I'm, that's correct on that one. Let's see. I'm I'm almost for sure. I know I know Becky's thirty three. Char- okay, Charlotte's thirty four. So Charlotte's gonna be the oldest. Yeah, Charlotte's yeah, Charlotte's the oldest of the group. Bailey Bailey just turned thirty. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. So they're starting to reach their prime years now. And that's crazy considering they both all started, well, like I said, about five, six years ago in, in NXT. And Sasha is 28. Yep, there you go. That's what I thought. I said Sasha's, hey. Sasha's approaching 30, so she hasn't even reached her prime years yet. And she's, she, yeah, but see. She's that, think about that. She's that good, and she hasn't even reached her prime years yet. She's two years away from reaching her prime years. And she's that good. She won't. To be honest, if she keeps on taking bumps like she does, that's the only with, scary part with, we got to worry about is her taking the nasty bump. Yeah. You're right about that part. Um, because she's she's definitely like the the more the most reckless at all. Yeah. Even though, even though, like I said, if you look at her her work lately, though, she definitely has cleaned up her stuff, though. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Like I said, I'm saying she's in she's. With a tag team, that's why she's she's, she's no, able no, to no, hide. Uh, even her summer single match she has had, it has cleaned up. It, it's looked pretty good. So like I said, it, I, I guess like I said, now that she knows this, because like I said she's approaching the prime years, that she's kind of having to like, okay, I gotta pace myself a little bit better, right? And kind of cut the wrist down a little bit, because like I said I'm I'm, I'm getting approached thirty. If she's, I mean, if you look at. Paige is like I could be Paige. Yeah. I could have to retire at the age of twenty freaking five. Yeah, you know, I could. My career could be essentially over. over. Yeah, before I can, I even get a chance to do all the things that I want to do. So, so like I said, when you look at that and you wonder with them going, with them being around the next couple of years, somebody like a Naomi, I think Naomi's kind of right around that same window too. Um, yeah. And if you look at that, like I said, Rio being able to work with that talent, because I said by then they, these guys, these folks will be veterans. All these women will be like top tier veterans. Like I said, like I told you, the other three approaching prime. Pro, like I said, they, Bailey and Sasha approaching prime years. Right. The the, the combination right. of her working with those talents, and then we can see all the stuff that the, the talents coming up in NXT right now. I mean. Shotzi's still young. 
Um, Dakota Kai is still young. Aaliyah, Jai still young. Like I said, the only person in NXT is questionable as far as age, as far as young, is our current champion right now. Because she's in her prime years. Yep. She, no, oh, she's approaching yep. her prime years. No, take that back. No, she's approaching her prime, prime years. Yeah, I was like, Eo's like, yeah, under 30. I forgot about that. Eo's under 30. So, yeah, she's approaching her prime years. She was t- still talking about Charlotte being. I think, being no, champion. I'm thinking of uh, what's oh, her name? Um, Kyrie. Kyrie's in her prime years right now. Yeah, Kyrie, yeah Kyrie. Kyrie's about to leave. Which I'm still trying to figure that one out. I I did. I would not get. She was in her thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that elbow drop has been been perfected. It took some years to do it, but such a uh, chef kiss. But all in all, in, uh, NXT in your house was a, a, a yeah. Like show. I said, congrats to EO though for winning though. Like I said, I I'm I, I kind of curious to see where that one goes with her down the line because like I said they have built the rest of that roster up to be like all challenges for her title somewhere down the line. Yeah, and um, I think um, she's gonna her first feud is probably gonna be with yes, Rita. exactly. Rhea's probably going to lose. Rhea, yeah, Rhea, definitely her first few. Uh, I could probably see a me and Yim or Kenneth or somewhere down the line with that rivalry. That 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 probably leads to a, um, a title shot. Chelsea Green down the line. Um, yeah, Chelsea Green will be after uh, uh, Rhea. Tegan or Dakota Kai down the line. Or, yeah. I think um, Eo's probably going to lose her title. And like a multi-woman match, like exactly. And as, as I said, and she'll and she'll be she'll be with like a lot of good talent. That's like I said, that's definitely yeah. gonna be somewhere down the line that could probably make a, a legitimate case for it being a, a a challenger for the title. Yeah, most definitely. But for now, let's just soak it all in. Eo's the champion. And I'm loving it. I'm freaking loving it's, it. It's it's so it's like that. It's so much fun to see where, like, say NXT go down the line right now. Yeah, and I love the celebrations that, uh, that they gave oh, her, like so the, the streamers coming down and all the confetti. Typical like Japanese confetti streamers, yeah. streamers, streamers, streamers. Ah. <laughs> uh. I mean, and, and that was that's awesome that they did that for her. You know, make her. She's probably, you know, getting homesick yeah, sometimes. You like know? I said, give her, give her a little piece of home. Yeah. And that, that has Triple H sprinkled all over. Especially considering, like, the presentation of stardom anyway, which is like, the promotion she came from. Like, that, that's perfect. It's perfect. Whew. Well. Thank you guys for listening to our NXT In Your House review. Yes, we can't wait for the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, oh, we yeah. love the takeovers. We love the takeovers. Oh, Bro, takeovers are, like, the best part oh, of wrestling right now. So good. So, so good. Uh, thank you, WrestleJoy, for including us in your yeah, podcast. Yeah, we, we definitely like to support the party family. Um... 
And you guys just listening to the Heavyweight Truth? This is Jacob. JK. We checking out. See you. Melancholy.